You're listening to Out of Office, a weekly podcast where we ditch our nine to five personas and we talk about life as young black professionals. We'll talk about our journeys in corporate, life outside of work, and what's happening in culture. We're going to unpack it all. And I'm Jay, a down-to-earth Southern belle, marketer for some of your fave brands, and low-key, I'm an aspiring rapper. You know, the people, they be calling me Jay Mills. (laughs) True story. And I'm Ness, an Afro-Latina from New York, a purpose-driven marketer, and your fave hype woman. You already know I'm a hype you. So pull up and vibe with us if you want realness, relatability, and laughs. This is Out of Office. Hey, thanks for joining today's meeting. Um, tell me more about yourself, like your title, what you do. Yeah, um, so started my career off at ABC Inc. And I work within marketing and, you know, I've just spent my career building and crafting campaigns and yeah no so today's episode is actually gonna be about more than a title so it's so crazy that we get into these meetings with people and it's like tell me more about yourself and all we talk about is work and everything that we've done and all our titles that you know have followed us throughout our careers and our life when in reality, Jamie, I'm sure you can agree, we are more than a title. We're more than just whatever a job has assigned to us. <laughs> yes, I mean, that's 100% true. And I feel like obviously, depending on the person you're talking to and the you know reason for that connect, you want to give a part of your background. Um, but I feel like just from starting my career, whether it's in and outside of work, I feel as though so much of The thing, so many of the things that we talk about are centered around our jobs. Mm -hmm. And it's just so much more to life than what we do nine to five, Monday through Friday. While we spend a lot of time there, we are multifaceted people. And I think a lot of times we lose that um, because of just the overemphasis of what we see in society and where we spend most of our time. That's what we're always talking about. Yeah. And I think it's interesting that you bring that up because, like, it's also very contingent and dependent on your life stage. So like we're young professionals now, which is why work is like what we're focused on. Um, Cause we are currently like, don't have kids, like don't have, you know, full families to take care of. And it's just interesting to see that shift and that evolution in title. Cause I'm sure like when you talk to people who have children, one of their main titles is mom and Mm -hmm. that becomes like the center of their conversations and everything which so I just think it's interesting how titles kind of like are oftentimes dictated or what you what you consider an important title or the center of conversation is dictated by how much you value and how much you place your time that's that's a really great point because I didn't even think about it from the lens of life stage Um, because I imagine that when we when we hit those different milestones in life um, what we talk about will be different I think just at our age that you know whether it's at work whether it's on social media whether it's on our our personal conversations I feel like we're all still trying to build our careers and Mm -hmm. figure out where we want to go and so we're chasing these titles, I guess you could say, um, as we're really trying to navigate um, our careers. 
Mm. And so I feel like that's why we oftentimes have a lot of conversations about it and, and place so much emphasis on it um, when we're talking to people. Yeah, no, that's interesting. Cause like, I feel like we're seeing it from two very similar, but different perspectives. Like what you're showing is a lot more futuristic. Whereas like, I think for me, like a lot of times my title is based on, again, how much time I'm spending. Like if mm-hmm. I, if I think about, the evolution of my title is like before my title was like a student right like growing up like we're in school and you're like all right I'm a student then for me it became student athlete like an mm-hmm. athlete was a huge part of my title because ball was life for a very long <laughs> time for me <laughs> right balling right and then you you give that up and then you transition into another title of like you know like high achieving college college I can't even talk high achieving college student and then you transition into like what am I going to do for work marketer so I just feel like it's so interesting that we have this like way of just like labeling and classifying mm-hmm. everyone based on like their title and what they do with their life and we, when we assume that your title is just going to say a lot about who you are as a person when it's like you could look at both of us we both have this, the same title we're both marketers but we have so much more to offer beyond mm-hmm. just like our work title or beyond, you know, everyday titles. Yeah. And, and, oh, as you were talking, I just had a thought. Um, and I think a reason why we probably at this point in our careers place so much emphasis on the title um, is like I said, because where we're trying to go, but also where I, I can speak for myself. But when we're in these positions and we're trying to move up these corporate ladders, we're looking around at our peers and we're looking at their Mm. titles Mm -hmm. and we're seeing like, oh, they're elevating to like, I don't know, manager, director. Everybody's title is different at every company, but we're watching, you know, we're focusing too much on what's happening outside of us and not our own path and our own journey. And so then I think that overemphasis on title starts to influence your perception of like how well you're doing yes yes like am I doing enough like am I being successful should I have this title and that's where I feel like it becomes like toxic in a a sense because again as we said in the beginning we're more than our titles but we're looking around and we feel as though we need the same titles as someone else oh my god so many yes and so many (laughs) skills as you were talking I was literally like but the reason why we think this is because of the society that we were socialized in like Mm. literally individualistic comparison culture Mm. like you are literally measured up against who you're measured it's like a caste system like it's like what is your title but for us it's titles right and like (laughs) the thing is not all titles were created equal either so right even as you were talking about like oh we're looking at our peer set and so and so made it to manager and so and so is this it's like being a director at a fortune 500 and being a director at a startup could be two different things totally different things but but it's like we've gotten so caught up in the title that it then means like oh regardless of whether you're a director at a fortune 500 or a director at a startup it's like wow that's still highly revered right Mm -hmm. so I just, it's just so interesting. Yeah. And even to when you were just talking, when you're saying we get so caught up in the title, just the actual like 
word. But then when you are continuing to navigate and reach these different places in your career, these titles do mean things. Like when you become a manager of people, that's not necessarily about the the title. It's about your character. Do you know how to manage a team? Do you know how to influence? And when you're getting so caught up in like the, just the language around it, you miss the bigger picture. And so that's something else because you know, you can see people who have the titles, but they may not even be showing up in that in that space in that a way part. that's conducive to the people that they're around. That part. Because that's why you have a lot of people who <laughs> are managers of people, but they suck because <laughs> they think in their mind that they've earned this title. When in reality, you earn this title because you are a great individual contributor, not mm. because your character is worthy of managing others however i just think that's a larger you know conversation issue. yeah that's a larger conversation an issue and obviously it's case by case but i just think that's interesting because title will have you also feel in a certain way too right right you know two and a horn and you don't need to be two and baby because we shoot. <laughs> right, you are directed like, now but they about to demote you back to an assistant man <laughs> Nah, because title will really have people out here acting like they really that much better. Girl, you because at the end of the day, it's about the work. It's about how you show up. It's about how you treat people. Um, but it's about the impact. It's the impact, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Are you changing lives or not? Um, or are you making them more difficult? Let me stop. Stop. Um, But okay. Okay. So we're talking a lot about titles. We've said titles a thousand times, but I want to know, Vanessa, if we're saying we go to these meetings and people ask you, like, tell me about yourself. You typically are going to show up and say, I am a marketer, but who are you outside of that? Like, tell me, tell me your titles. How would you identify? How would you, you know, kind of identify about yourself? Like what your titles are? Yeah, I always, so for the record, I always give more than just what I've done in my career because I I do genuinely believe that a lot of what I offer is outside of that. And, mm-hmm. like, I, I just so happen to bring that as a skill set into my career, you know? So, right. like, I talk about how I'm a daughter. I'm a big sister. Like, I'm Afro-Latina. I'm um, a former college athlete. Um, there's just so many things, girl. I could go <laughs> on a list of titles that I, I feel like I carry. Um, so there's just like a lot. I've been a basketball coach before. Like, there's a lot of titles that I share and have, um, which is why I feel like to your earlier point, like being multifaceted is something to be celebrated. Like it's mm-hmm. something to celebrate. And the thing is a lot of like people actually a lot of black women like are so multifaceted um and yeah I just I just love us for that but I want to hear more about what you also say because I know I kind of went on a tangent um (laughs) with what are some of your titles and um yeah how do you talk about yourself even even if it's with people that you like are meeting even outside of work I'm just curious what are some of your titles? Yeah. Um, so interesting kind of backstory to that. Um, and we talked about this in an earlier episode, just kind of like what we, what were some things that we started to do during the pandemic? And like I mentioned, I did a lot of self-reflection and a lot of that self-reflection was prompted around. I kept trying to answer the question of what is my purpose? 
like what is my purpose but I just kept coming back to like what is my purpose within work it was like I was trying to find my purpose as it related to my nine to five and then I had like this aha moment of like girl you were put here on earth to do much more than work and so I I had that realization of like you can be multi-faceted multi you can have multiple passions whatever and so in this state of like self-reflection I actually created this note on my phone and it it literally is titled J girl figure it out and I started asking myself a bunch of questions and one of the questions I asked was who am I and Mm. I just started listing a bunch of different I guess you could say titles um so I actually just grabbed my phone and so (laughs) thank you and so some of the like things that I wrote down is like a black woman, a Christian, a daughter, a friend, a sister, a cousin, a traveler, a jokester, a creator, a mentor. Like, oh, I so just you had the titles prepared. I, girl. No, no, no. I didn't have the titles. Okay. I, <laughs> no. Did I add to the list? <laughs> No, 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 no but as you were talking, like I thought about it and I was like, oh my God, I have this list. And honestly, I go back to it often. Yeah. Like when I'm going, when I have those periods of reflection, if I'm like yeah. entering new seasons in my life, I always go back to this because yes. I feel like it's a grounding and a foundation of who On I who am. Right. And right. it was birthed out of this this feeling of feeling like tied down to mm-hmm. what I was doing day to day in my job. Cause I, Oh my God, girl, so much here, but um, yeah, we could, we could dive into that, but was there like an aha moment for you? And maybe you didn't have it, but have you went through a season in your life where you were just so focused on like work and like advancing and like the title that you had, that you had to really take some time back and reevaluate how you were looking at things? So I don't know if I can identify like, uh, okay, I, I guess I can identify a moment and I'll probably talk about this even more in like further episodes, but you know, the whole like project I worked on at work, um, I've had multiple projects where like, I feel like my purpose is uncovered through that project. Mm-hmm. And like the one that comes to mind that was an aha moment for me was, um, when I was able to actually find my purpose through the work I was doing, I was going through a really tough time of like depression, you know, when I worked on that role and like, Mm -hmm. you know, just have some really tough moments, uh, had moved halfway across the country for a job that I didn't really want to do. Quite frankly, I was trying (laughs) to make, you know, make lemonade with lemons Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I ended up getting placed into this role and really praying about like purpose and calling throughout this desk because it was like miserable to even wake up and go to work every day um but luckily I worked with like incredible people on my team like my day-to-day team was just super like cool people you know Mm -hmm. um and that's what kind of pushed me through and I ended up working on this project where I got to put this like little black girl on a box of Cheerios And that whole project, like, changed my life, to be honest, because I realized, like, my power as a connector. And it was, like, this thing that if y'all follow me on Instagram, I have a whole post about it and how there was basically, like, I had decision rights on, like, putting this girl on a box in her, in her, um, I chose, of course, the only black girl on, that I had to choose from. (laughs) And you better because you're using your what? Your voice to elevate black voices? Okay. That's always the And if you don't, then you're not doing the job well. Right. So, (laughs) 
that was an aha moment for me when like I saw how far that project went in terms of like actually touching lives and how that project and like that connection to people like got me out of like my own depression and what I had mm-hmm. been going through that was a moment for me to realize like I don't care what title I have I always am gonna have an influence and mm. it's about my character mm-hmm. and you can influence at any title and at any level yeah and you can move mountains when you are when you are very crystal clear in who you are in God and that's why I love mm. that you brought up that list of titles because that to me is like an exercise that I want to do now because it's like you have to really grind yourself, ground yourself in who you are. Mm-hmm. And and that is a question yeah. that a lot of people can't answer. Like it's a lot, like, as we know, when people are asked questions about themselves, they, those are always the hardest questions to answer when they should be the easiest because you're talking about your lived experience. And you should be that self-aware. And I Mm -hmm. think like one of the things that, and another aha moment for me, as I was thinking about this is like, I I ran into this post, you know, you see these like very inspirational quotes and posts on Instagram and stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. I ran into one that was like the most spot on thing I've ever read. And it was like, never tie yourself Mm. to a purpose, to a job, to a place. You are always to be tied to a calling Mm. and purpose. And I was like that part right there. Because my thing is, it's like, and I had this conversation with somebody recently. We see purpose as something so one-dimensional one-dimensional you see like oh my purpose like me living out my purpose or I I have to like I I'm doing what I was called on earth to do it's like to think that God only calls you to do one thing is crazy (laughs) like you know what I'm saying like how many things did did Jesus like how many things that so many people we read about in history like Mm -hmm. they did so many things and I think it's because they were clear in who they were they knew that their title wasn't just what was assigned to them mm-hmm. like they knew that they had so many things to work with they were multifaceted so I just love that piece and I try to remind myself of that all the time like never attach yourself to a title to uh, a place or a job or anything it's mm-hmm. like literally you need to align yourself with calling and for me it's like my calling is impacting other people connecting yeah. people bringing joy like align yourself to calling align yourself to calling do not align yourself to title that's that's literally it like that is the point that's the episode cut we're done (laughs) that's the sweet sweet. but um no that was really great because I feel like I went through a similar season of like depression not I wouldn't necessarily say depression but just like worry and it was within the worry and anxiety within the walls of work because that's where we spend all our damn time. But anyways, it was different than your story. Um, But for me, I had this aha moment where I had been working for what what, at this point, three years, I think. And like my first year, and we'll probably talk about this in another episode. We, I think everyone knows you can watch old out of office and (laughs) know that I did not like my first job. And it was very much like it was, it had such a huge impact on like my entire life. Cause like when I woke up, like how I spent my day just dreading it. And 
because the job wasn't ideal, I will be honest to say I didn't have a great performance review. You know, that also is going to impact just your confidence and in, in your abilities. And you start to question, like, am I even am I supposed to even be doing this job? Like, was I called to be here? Like, do I have the gifts and talents to be successful? Um, but then I got out of that and I got into a new role and I was killing it. Okay. Like there, it was like, all right, girl, God put you to a little valley, but baby, you are here now here and you is. are showing up. And, and I, and I was being affirmed in that. It wasn't just me, you know, yeah. too in my own horn. Cause I feel like we can think we're the best, but when it comes that to part. work, there has to be someone else validating what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, I was being affirmed in that. Um, and it was getting to a point where like, I was looking around and the people around me were all moving up mm. and I was like, I'm still here. I'm still here. And I, and I I started to emphasize the title a little bit. I started to emphasize the title a little bit. And I, and I, I was angry because I was like, the reason I'm here is because of that one year of like, it put me behind, you know, like that Mm. year, like put me off track and now I'm behind my peers and I'm, you know, and then your mind just goes like, if I'm behind now, it's going to take me X, Y, Z years to get here to catch up. And people are going to continue to move um, ahead of me. And you were just feeling, I was feeling like an outsider. Wow. I was feeling like an outsider, though I was still doing the work. Like you said, like mm-hmm. I was still showing up. I was doing a job. I was still impacting yep. people. I was still getting great feedback, great reviews. Yep. But I was so caught up in like, I need to be promoted now. Like this title needs to change now. Like yeah. I need, and it was a part of like, you need to compensate me for the right. work that I'm doing. But right. another part of it was ego and knowing that like, I'm not where everyone else is and I should be where they are. And I had a a conversation with a mentor and she told me, she was like, all right, you want to, you know, you want to be promoted, but I need you to identify the three things that are important to you. Is it the compensation? Is it the title? Or is it, it was some one other thing. Cause she was like, you can, you can make your title, whatever you want to be. I mean, mm. in in a sense of I could go on LinkedIn and say, because I was technically in promoted, but my title didn't change. So that was another yeah. thing. But she she was like, you could go and say you were an associate and then you moved up to this job yeah. if, if it's about the appearance. Because at that point, I was concerned about the look of it and feeling like I was not at the same level of my peers and looking like I was behind but it was her asking me that question of like well what is really important and when I evaluated those things the title came was number three I'm like I don't really care about that what is more important is like I'm compensated and the experience that I'm going to get in this next role like I was like they could give me I, my title could stay the same. And that's when I knew I had to stop focusing on the title. I was like, wow. the title could stay the same. But if I get a new experience where I am growing, where I am learning, where I am being challenged and I am being yeah. fairly compensated, then it does not matter what they tell me my title is because I am more than that. And that was oh, the wow. aha moment for me when I was just like, girl, let it go because yeah. you are not defined by that. That part, man, that was good. That was good. And thank you for sharing that. Because I know I remember that part of (laughs) both of our careers together. Because I feel like we've both been in the trenches at different times. And, like, we have both seen each other live through those different, like, us putting ourselves down because of title. Mm -hmm. Us not feeling enough because of title. Or even us 
progressing into new titles. So like, I just really appreciate you sharing that because I think it was deep and a lot of people could resonate with that. Yeah. And I think it's just another reminder of like a lot of times our titles are literally assigned to us Mm -hmm. and we need to like sometimes get out of that and redefine our titles similar to what you did when you wrote all that stuff out. Mm -hmm. Um, So I love that. Um, Let's kind of talk. So like, kind of transitioning because I think that that is really interesting and I know we talked about titles in a lot of different ways but I actually want to focus more on like the importance of our identity outside of work so like I hate for example when I go on like, work happy hours and people still want to talk about work it's like aren't we supposed to be out of office like, exactly we are out of office and I don't want to talk about this anymore right. like what is going on like I mean let's just sit down and talk about like the business assessment and like and I'm like y'all no, really y'all not. really care let's, and it's and it's be. like and it's like for me I'm like do I not care or do y'all really care because I'm like <laughs> I have other things to think about talk about and, right. I, and so I'm talking about those other things <laughs> yes let's do that let's let's build some connections here let's learn a little bit more about your background because I don't care about the price point at Walmart. I don't. I'm screaming. <laughs> um, literally screaming. But because that is that is our, the reality. Um, I think that having those conversations, and that's the thing that I I really value about our friend group is like we do stuff outside of work, so we ain't got to talk about work all the time, you know. So like, let's just talk about that identity and the importance of the identity outside of work for you like mm-hmm. what does that look like for you oh well for me I feel like I just have to have a separation like work-life balance balance is a real thing for me and I'm gonna honor it I don't know about you if you want to work your life away then go right ahead but I won't be there with you baby no, sweetie. um and so <clears throat> I know that for me to have peace of mind, for me to wake up every day excited about what is to come, I have to set my sights on something outside of what I see 24-7. Um, and, and, it, and it goes back to, again, being able to ask yourself those questions about like, who are you? Yes, like your titles, but also like, what do you value? What yeah, do you enjoy? Yeah. What makes yeah. you happy? Like, when are you your happiest? That was I another that. <clears throat> that was another question that I asked myself, like reflecting on like, what were some of the happiest moments of your life? Yeah. And then like, how can I create or craft those experiences in my day to day life? Because for that. me, um, <clears throat> While I know I have to work at this point in my life because, baby, I got things to do. I got bills to pay. I got people to see and places to be. I need the money. Um, I know <laughs> I know that when my time comes, so when God calls me home, if I am on my deathbed and I am not proud of what I did, and if mm. I don't feel like I did enough outside of just working, I am going to feel as though I did not do the job that was supposed to be done. And so that is why I am very intentional about all of that self-reflection because I think the beauty of life and what we're put here to do is to uncover who you are. Like you're going through this journey of like peeling back who Mm -hmm. you are because in every season you are changing and you are growing. And I think it's important that you show up in those, in those things that you are called to do. Um, So 
I, I do a lot of self-reflection. And then when I identify those things, I actively set out to do them. So yeah. if I know I'm passionate about mentorship, I'm going to find opportunities to be a mentor. I'm going to find organizations that I can be a part of. Yeah. If I'm passionate about like um, spending time with my family and friends, I'm going to make sure that I'm doing that. If I'm yeah. passionate about traveling and I... <clears throat> Say I'm the I have the title of a traveler. I'm going to make sure I'm planning trips, um, and and creating like opportunities for new experiences for me. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> I, I think I've done a great job of that, and yeah, and yeah. and I think that you know, kind of how we started this is that I just don't. I get sad honestly, when I'm at these happy hours and I have these moments where I feel like I don't think my coworker has a life and yeah. I'm not even trying to be no, funny. It's, no, it's like funny, but it's not, it's like not funny, but it's, it's, yeah, it's actually kind of sad because you're like, dang, like, do you not have anything so else more, to do? Yes. Know? Like, yeah, I feel you on that. Cause like, I'll be honest with you. I have had like workaholic tendencies sometimes, but I think the reason why is because I actively look to feel like I actively look to fuel my passions throughout my day job. Like I Mm -hmm. always find a way to somehow insert my personal passions into the work I'm doing. Cause if not, I'm going to hate it. Mm -hmm. And like, for me, I know that like we work so much, like we Mm -hmm. literally work so much so for me is I'm big on like I want to make sure I like what I'm doing and like what I'm doing is actually purposeful and somehow tied to my passions which Mm -hmm. I've just been very lucky that it has been Mm -hmm. however I'm like you in terms of like work-life balance is very important to me like I'm the type of person that like don't hit me up on the weekends don't hit me up late night like I'm done I'm doing other things I'm fueling my life and Mm -hmm. for me it's because I feel like my cup needs to be filled and I need to be energized through things outside of work. And I have a huge identity outside Mm -hmm. of just being a marketer. Like I actually really care about things like intimate conversations Mm -hmm. and like driving connection with people. So like I will be like FaceTime and catching up with friends or like trying to get to know new people, hearing about people's life stories, listening to other people's content. Like, I love kind of just like hearing about other people, about their journeys, talking about it, et cetera. Um, yeah. I love a good brunch. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, Girl, me too. Where the mimosas right, at? Right. Pour them up, and pour them up, pour them exactly. up, pour them up. And I think like traveling is also huge for me too. And like, mm-hmm. I don't play when it comes to traveling. Right. I think that's why this year has been so hard because I've had to take a break from traveling. But I think like, when I travel, the world is so massive and you start mm-hmm. to realize like, dang, like the stuff you do on a day to day, don't even mean nothing. Cause somebody out in the world is living a right. different life. So I think for me, I just get really energized by like people, whether it be through like mentorship, like what mm-hmm. we do with Girl Scouts or for me, I've, I've coached before, like anything where I'm like impacting and helping youth, I get energy from. Cause I think youth and kids, they're just, yeah. So annoying, but they're awesome. They're the future. Yeah, they're the future. <laughs> it sounds so cliche, but it's like, I just, I do love working with kids. They really just, they teach you more. It's the innocence for me. It's the yes, innocence. It's for me. naive. Like, they're so carefree. You know what I'm saying? So, I yeah. like, love interacting with kids because they're so impressive to me. Um, but and, at the same time, like, I also am very intentional about cultivating friendships, relationships. Yeah. Like, 
all of that outside of work and constantly learning too I'm like again the world is so massive so like Mm -hmm. if I could spend extra time like learning about something new or like you know going to a museum or doing whatever to just like get myself out of like that grind yeah that's what fills my cup and that's why my identity outside of work is so important yeah and as you were talking like one of the the last points I want to make is Obviously, we're talking about titles, but I just want to say that, like, obviously, work is important. Like, we have to work to survive and to live. And, like, the perfect, you know, the perfect world would be that our jobs were everything that we wanted them to be. Like, they were the spaces where we could, you know, bring our passions and, like, we could do purposeful work. But everybody doesn't have that opportunity. And I really applaud the people who are risk takers who are like, I love the arts and I want to be a film director and I'm going to go out here and hustle and make it happen. I might be homeless. I might be living in a car, but this is the work that lights me up. Everybody doesn't have the, you know, the even confidence to do something like that. Um, And so that's why I think to your point, you said it's so important that you find ways to bring your passions into your job. If you, if it's not necessarily aligned to what you want to do, but then to my point, why it's so important to know who you are so you can do it outside of your job. If you don't have that opportunity, you have to find that peace of mind and balance between what you do day to day and who you are, if it doesn't connect. So. Yeah. But I think even that, like, obviously no shade to the entrepreneurs I have a huge admiration (laughs) in my life for them because it's true it's like you could literally like make that your craft Mm -hmm. we still have to think back to all of our earlier points of being multifaceted because when you start to pour so much into that one thing that then becomes your idol Mm. which is also like not ideal so I think it's just important for all of us to have identities outside of what we actually do Mm -hmm. and like nurture those things and have a balance like I just think that having a balance with everything is important so yeah um and yeah I mean our titles are not everything so hopefully you got that from this episode like you can be multifaceted you can have multiple titles you define who you are Mm -hmm. based on what you love what you value where you put your time and yeah yeah the rest is up to us right we are the authors of our lives (laughs) okay but no I love this I love this I hope you all enjoyed it um it's been a fun journey so far and just season one of out of office as always we want you all to share our content with your followers your friends your cousins your aunties your uncles your grandma hey she might it might resonate with her as well but share the content out Follow us at underscore O O O after work. Follow our personal um, platforms. For me, it's underscore J A Y D I A N N A. Oh my God, I almost forgot. And let's share yours. <laughs> Mine is N E S S underscore Santana, like Joelle's S A N T A N A. So yes, underscore Santana. All right. Well, thank you all for tuning in and we will see you back here again out of office. Yes. Pull up and vibe with us on the next episode. (laughs) Bye.